What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hello and welcome to today's podcast. My name is Steve Austin. I am the prison ministry pastor at New Vision. And I'm excited to bring you this text from Hebrews chapter 10, verses 8 through 14 in the NIV version of the Bible. This text is rich. So I hope you you kind of clear everything away and really let God speak some truth to your heart. So my objective here today is to read this section of Scripture through, and then we'll break it down verse by verse as we dissect it a little further. Verse 8, first he said, sacrifices and offerings, burnt offerings and sin offerings you did not desire, nor were you pleased with them, though they were offered in accordance to the law. Then he said, here am I, and I have come to do your will. So he sets aside the first to establish the second. And by that will, his will, we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Day after day, every priest stands and performs his religious duties. Again and again, he offers the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But when this priest had offered for all time one sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. And since that time, he waits for his enemies to be made his footstool. For by one sacrifice, he has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. The writer of Hebrews here basically restates the words of Christ in verses 5 through 7. In restating those verses, he also does exactly what we plan on doing here in this podcast, simply adding explanation, which leads to a better understanding of the text. So we'll start at verse 8. First, he said, sacrifices and offerings, burnt offerings and sin offerings you did not desire, nor were you pleased with them, though they were offered in accordance to the law. Okay, so speaking of the first four verses, this chapter starts setting the stage for a better understanding of God's thought process as he designed a plan which created the need for a Savior deeply ingrained within the heart of mankind. I hope you caught that. The law exposed our sin, and the law offered us a remedy for our sin to be covered, not completely washed and taken away, covered only by the blood of bulls and goats. But yet, those sacrifices were not the full reality. They were not the complete fruition of the promises that God had made to his people to completely restore perfect union between himself and us. So, Those four verses that I just gave you that um, explanation for, I wanted to kind of give you an explanation and then read you the verses because the verses are so very clear. First four verses of that chapter. The law is only a shadow of the good things that are coming, not the reality themselves. For this reason, it can never, by the same sacrifices repeated endlessly year after year, make perfect those who draw near to worship. Otherwise, would they not have stopped being offered? 
For the worshipers would have been cleansed once for all and would no longer have felt guilty for their sins. But those sacrifices are an annual reminder of sins. It is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. Again, God allowed a temporary solution in the law to satisfy the demands of sin being dealt with so we could be in his presence. But the mode in which that was accomplished only covered sin and did not fully remove it. Now, catch this. This this is huge. This was a way to prepare mankind for the magnificent good news of Jesus to wholly, fully, and completely cleanse us of sin, take our debt, and take our place all so we could run free. Wow, man. Verse 9, then he said, here I am, I have come to do your will. He sets aside the first to establish the second. So in other words, he set aside the first method of dealing with sin, the first method God offered to have a relationship with him, the first covenant he made with mankind that was rooted in the law. He set that aside, fulfilled the law, and then ushered in a new way, grace, truth, and peace in the midst of that process. Verse 9, then he said, here I am, I have come to do your will. He sets aside the first to establish the second. Verse 10, and by that will, we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Now, this uh, this is worth us taking a minute to bring out three quick thoughts in this verse before we move on. Okay. By his own will, we have been made holy. Okay, first off, we have been made holy. Listen, Jesus put a forever stamp on you when he saved you. You have been made holy. I hope you you catch that. Listen, the strategic past tense of that section of verses in view of what God has given us, has done for us, that is God's perspective. We have been made holy. That's his perspective of us. I hope you caught the past tense there. This also lines up with 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come present. The old has gone past. The new is here present. It also lines up with Romans 3, 21 through 25. I love this section of scripture. But now, apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been made known to which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew and Gentile, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, same sentence, and are all justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. Justified freely by his grace. Past tense. God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of his blood to be received by faith. He did this to demonstrate his righteousness because in his forbearance he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. Again, they were covered. They were not dealt with completely. Listen to 2 Peter 1.3. His divine power 
has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Has given, past tense. Listen, you have been made holy, past tense, through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ. Colossians 1, 19 through 22. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, making peace through his blood shed on the cross. There's his blood again. Listen, once you were alienated from God and you were enemies in your mind because of your evil behavior, but now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight without blemish and free from accusation. So, in other words, we have been made holy through the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ. And if that's not enough, once and for all, one sacrifice for all time, it's sealed, it's done. If you are in Christ, you are holy, complete, and pure. Verse 11, day after day, every priest stands and performs his religious duties. Again and again, he offers the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But when this priest had offered for all time one sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God. And since that time, he waits for his enemies to be made his footstool. For by one sacrifice, he has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. Okay, one last thought. If we have been made perfect, then how are we also being made holy? Well, the, here's, a, here, here's an interesting thought for you. Listen, I want you to catch this. Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and prove what is God's will, his good, pleasing, perfect will. Listen, from God's perspective, because we are judged by the righteousness of Jesus, his perfect performance, taking our place, we are already perfect. The problem is that we choose to see the reality of our circumstances see through the lens of our emotions, our sin, and our struggles. Therefore, it is easier to believe the reality of our own perception than it is to agree with God's correct perspective. Real quick, here, here's a massive truth for you. I, it, it's, I promise you, it's, it's chomp-worthy. All right? You can chomp on this one for a minute. Listen, when you were born again, God birthed his perfect spirit inside of you. That is now the real you. The real you is perfect, holy, righteous, and free. We only get the privilege of experiencing all those incredible realities when we see self like God sees us. In essence, spiritually, we are instantly transformed, yet it takes time for the mind to catch up with what God did spiritually. Wow, man. Listen. It takes new encounters with the Lord, new experiences with Him as we look back and see how His faithful hand has held us and led us. It takes time and consistency for the Word of God to sink in and settle places where scars have left us wounded. It takes time for God to illuminate His perspective on the new you. You can rest. You can relax you can begin enjoying the journey that God has laid out for you. How can we do that? Why is that possible? Listen, 
because Jesus really did take of all your junk with him to the cross. Man, he overcame it all because he already knew that you and I would never be able to win operating within our own power. Folks, listen, Jesus is greater than all your mess up. He's greater than all your shortcomings. He's greater than our failures and our pain. He is God's remedy for our broken condition. And here's the cool part. God invites us to take part in the eternal victory that Jesus has already won. Man, what an amaxing Savior we have. Thank you guys for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. As always, we hope that you heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk and reflect Christ in your everyday steps. To find out more information about New Vision, you can go to newvisionlife.com or follow us on Instagram at newvisionlife. Again, we're for you, we love you, and we look forward to seeing you back here on Monday.